Yeah, yeah, we, okay. we can start with yours. Have you heard of the Lee Harvey Oswald's head in a box theory? I I can't say that I have. Okay, so neither have I. Or neither okay. had I, I should say. So you are aware of the man, Lee Harvey Oswald. You know what he did? Uh he was he was a pope or the president or something. Right? <laughs> something like that. Okay. So assuming that our listeners don't, he was the man that shot John F. Kennedy. Supposedly. Supposedly shot John F. Kennedy. Alleg- Alleg- and that is what this, this particular conspiracy theory gets into. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, very nice. So you know, quick rundown. He shoots Kennedy, and then he goes to jail for two days while being escorted out of jail, gets shot by Jack Ruby, and then that's it. Okay. End of the story. There's no, there's no getting anything else out of that man. Brandon in real life. He is dead. Current times. Yeah. Okay. So, Jack Ruby shot him with a thirty-eight revolver in the okay. stomach. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that bullet hit his stomach, spleen, liver, aorta diaphragm, renal vein, kidney, inferior vena cava. So or your, in your bled out pretty right. fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trauma surgeons, 15 pints of blood trying to resuscitate him and ended up with trying to revive him by manually pumping the heart. Oh, cardiac massage. Yeah. Nice. So it, seeing in real life, it is, that is an amazing thing to witness. Yeah. I've never actually done it, but uh, I it, during my... Uh, my trauma rotations I uh, got to witness it to a gentleman got stabbed in the heart with a screwdriver Ooh. and it is it's one of those things that you, you see that it, it you're like wow medicine is fucking awesome so you so you what you cut someone's chest open and fucking like how do you get to that to that heart to well, yeah, you know you, you separate separate the ribs separate the ribs and just pull that thing out and, and sit there and just pump that bitch that's great it is yeah yeah no uh, Quite the thing to witness. Yes. Yeah, you uh, you couldn't pay me. No. <laughs> you couldn't fucking pay me. All right, so moving on. Yes. So, I mean, he's he ends up pretty dead pretty fucking quick, despite all that hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a little bit after that, uh, they go and do the autopsy on him. Okay. And so a couple things about him. Uh, decent oral hygiene. Couple couple noticeable scars on the body, different mm-hmm. places. Uh, shaved chest. And a pubic area. Interestingly enough, likes didn't it clean. Uh, likes it clean. Hey man, hey, hey. Space cats, man. <laughs> it is. Uh, so I mean, overall, pretty, pretty, pretty normal body of a person. Well, back then, that doesn't seem like common practice to me about shaving the the pubic area. I didn't think it was common. No, I, I wouldn't and, assume so. Yeah, but yeah. that's why I mean, it kind of stands out. Okay, yeah. it doesn't stand out for this story. Okay, but it is the same. Yeah, that, that, I think we should. I mean, do a good story. on. We should do a story about pubic hair in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a very, or la- full, very, very full, full episode it would be yeah. <laughs> or yeah okay so uh the guy that was doing the autopsy he sewed open or sawed open his uh, head did a craniotomy mm-hmm. normal heart nothing crazy all his uh organs are the ones that got fucking ruined by the 38 fine um so put everything in the bag sewed them all back up good done autopsy done less than an hour no. okay so, goes after that body goes to the funeral home. Funeral home puts on uh, it, it puts in a double dose of embalming fluid because they figure that I mean it's a pretty big deal. Like sooner or later something might happen. He mm. might be you know pulled out, okay. exhumed, exhumed. Yeah. So uh, they they double embalm him. Then they uh, they put on a pair of white boxers. 
patterned with little green diamonds, dark socks, light shirt, thin black tie, cheap brown suit, and then a uh, nice elastic belt that they charged the family $48 for that whole outfit. You know, I, I, I'd be curious about the elastic waistband. Your body does expand while that's things good, decay. I didn't so, think about it. I was wondering about why, why yeah, you would put that, on that, an that elastic would, belt. Yeah, that'd be... That would be, there's probably other reasons, but uh, for me, that's what stands out. See, I was thinking it's just a cheap ass mortuary being like, this is a one size fits most, if not everybody. You know what? Uh, that's probably, but I like, I like the whole, like, Hey, you know what? The guy's dead. He's expanding. He's not expanding. He's yeah. sinking in, but I, might as well make him still look good. Make him fit all those looks, all those you looks. know? Summer, yeah. spring, and winter. Yeah. Putrefaction, <laughs> no putrefaction. <laughs> you don't have to. It's like maternity pants. It doesn't mean you can't look good, girl. That's right. All right. So, washed and combed, put a couple of rings on his fingers, and there he goes. So, at his actual funeral, they made the funeral coincide with the televised like funeral and procession and everything of yeah. uh, John F. Kennedy so that there wouldn't be, you know, a ton of people, yeah. protesters, this and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one or the other. He came. Yeah, both. Okay. pretty sad though. Really, no one came. His wife Marina, who was quite quite Russian, mm. spoke not the best English. She was there. This will go on to that later on. Okay. Um. So you know, they go sealed coffin in the grave. Everything's everything's gravy. In comes a guy named Michael Eddowes. Now, Michael Eddowes is a pretty interesting fellow, all right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, a, uh, he's a dude from England. He was quite the, quite the gentleman. He, uh, he played tennis in Wimbledon. And, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Played cricket in the minor leagues, which, hey, man, hey. I can't play cricket to save my life. So yeah. minor leagues, major leagues, is there major league? I don't care. I don't know because I'm not from fucking England. Right. Not a big deal. He's quite the guy, though. That's all I got to say. Okay. So lawyer, all this, renaissance man of sorts. He... Uh, for some reason, he had one foray into like true crime, and it was solving a murder um, of a guy who had been hanged for uh, murdering his wife and child, but he thought the guy was innocent. Okay. So, come to find out, he did his fucking magic work, and it actually was a serial killer that lived downstairs that did, in fact, kill the wife and child. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's... So, he, he confessed guy figured out no big deal right so he comes on the scene uh he's like 60 years old at this point that Mm -hmm. jfk was actually assassinated and uh that is when he was intrigued by rumors that he heard that you know he heard about oswald's defection to russia which i don't do you know about that yeah so he hears about that and then there's all different stories swirling around about so this guy marine goes Mm -hmm. to russia comes back kills the president what happened Right, so he jumps to you know he's Occam's razor, simplest explanation, Mm -hmm. motherfucking body swap. (laughs) So his in 1975 he releases a book called Khrushchev Killed Kennedy. All right, okay, it's fair. Um, He alleged a current president at the time. Yes, okay. Were they were they were were they USSR then? Khrushchev, yeah. Okay. USSR. Okay. So, uh, he alleges that a lookalike Soviet agent replaced Oswald, and he was a fucking body double named Alec. Okay. Uh, that assumed his identity, met Marina, sweet, sweet Marina, mm-hmm. 
um, married her, returned to America in 1962, and was a dead ringer. Fooled all his family, fooled everybody. But it was Alec, not Oswald. Oswald was dead in Russia somewhere. Hmm. All right. So, I mean, they say, like in the, in the theory, they do say that... Um, they d- he did dupe like the whole entire family. Okay. That when he came back, he his hair was thinner, body was a little bit different. He uh, had ruddier skin, but overall, it, is, isn't that what Russia does to you though? I feel like yeah, because yeah. he like from everything that I've read, they were living a pretty shit life in Russia, and that's why he came back. Yeah, like didn't didn't agree with certain things. Went to Russia for some reason. Thought that would be a better life. <laughs> I hear you should have came during winter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I mean, it, it, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. We're like, oh, hey, you. Oh, it, yeah, you lost. You lost weight. You lost the hair, and your skin's shitty. Welcome to the Russian diet at yeah. the time. Yeah, I'm sure okay. it's better now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, that whole idea. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Quick, quick, quick question. All mm-hmm. right. So, how do you convince somebody to become somebody else and go and assassinate a president and, and if you don't have that person already picked out? Like, you can't be like, oh, I'm waiting for this specific guy to come here who looks exactly like this because I've got the sleeper agent. I've got it lined up. He's just got to come. Well, who doesn't say that it happened in fucking St. Petersburg one day where, like, a bunch of dudes are like, hey, that dude looks like Alec. That guy looks just like fucking Alec. And then a couple bottles of fucking vodka later, boom. Amazing, crazy idea. All right. All right. Body switch. And then on the Russian side, I mean... Russians, well, I mean, they, they're. I'm pretty sure they're all sleeper agents. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we've proved that. Yeah, but 100%. so yeah, no, I, I mean, I d- yes, is it is it a stretch? <laughs> it's a fucking conspiracy okay. theory. Right, so right, yeah, right. it's a little bit of a stretch, okay. but I could see it definitely happening. I mean, I've met two doppelgangers recently. Okay. One of them was pretty good. One of them, I was just a little drunk at the time, and I'd say one of them. Was perfect. Was perfect. Yeah. It's, the other one, I it lo- I thought it looked like Kenny Powers okay. from from, from uh, Eastbound and Down. Yeah. And then I looked at the pictures of my phone the next day. <laughs> totally fucking <laughs> not. Uh, but that's for another time. Okay. We'll put that All on right. Instagram sometime. Okay. Sounds good. Um. So he gets he has a, a couple things that are that are decent, right? Mm-hmm. So in Oswald's Marine Corps uh, records, the uh, height was listed as five nine okay pretty pretty average right and but the actual uh on the autopsy mm-hmm. he was five eleven i i do hear with age that you grow um it might have been the other way around i'm trying to i'm actually trying to find it in my uh, notes here that it, it was the other way around why the marine that's that's a hard life man being a marine uh they make you carry a lot of gear and stuff like that so you know i can i can i can honestly say if it was the other way around you know, military life can make you shrink. You know, I've I've shrank an inch. So okay. I definitely yeah. See. Okay. So fair enough. Yeah. So it was the other way around. So a, okay. the the Marine Corps had him as five eleven. His his booking was five mm. nine. Okay. Yeah. That that's but that is that's a pretty substantial. You know, that's a pretty substantial loss. 
Yeah, substantially, especially because like I'm he was I'm sure he wasn't airborne or anything like that. I mean, yeah, yeah you ruck, but like I mean, but also, dude, you know, could be slouching when they took you know anything yeah. like that. There's a, a bunch of things that could have changed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. so that's just one thing that he used as a piece of evidence. Okay, right? and in two, yeah, going from being five nine to five eleven, that that is, that's, it's hard to fake that much of a. Yeah, but dude, change. I like. Like every Seven Eleven I walk out of, I feel like I grow or shrink. That's true. So That's it true. doesn't. I mean, it depends it, on their measurements. Depends, may yeah, have been depends on whose ruler you got. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All Perfect. Right. So next one is Marina. So okay. in talking to Marina later on, mm-hmm. they uh, she said that when she first met Oswald, mm-hmm. that he spoke with a Baltic accent in Russian when they met. Okay. So there's one thing like that's well that's kind of strange. That's kind of strange. So I would say, um, but yeah. So and and then the other one was the 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 hair loss, the weight gain, and the the ruddy complexion. Okay. And uh, another thing that getting down to kind of some weird stuff is that the scars on his autopsy records doesn't match the position or the number as it did um, on like his Marine Corps records mm-hmm. or on like prominent scars it was a thing that they used to have like when you were like back in the day before penicillin could fix it mm-hmm. that uh created like crazy ear pain okay and the only way that you did it back in the 50s was they drilled a hole behind your ear and removed uh like alleviated the pus that was inside okay so he had a he had a big he had a hole drilled in his skull and a scar. Okay. And so that was not noted on the autopsy, all, despite it being... Yeah, I must say, that's, that seems... To, especially if that was a common practice back then, that would be something, I think, yeah. uh, noteworthy, of course. So that that is why... that That's that's uh, just the the main spots that he hit with this, okay. this whole theory. So at this time, he goes to Linda Norton, who's the assistant medical examiner in Dallas, and tries to get uh, his body exhumed. She was intrigued by the whole idea. Mm-hmm. Um, like while they they couldn't actually do DNA because it was way before, before DNA still yeah. at that time, um, they had medical, they had dental records, they had all kinds of different things that they could. So he's basically said, "Hey, if we do it, I can tell you. Yeah. Wither yeah. it out. Like let's just put this to bed. Wrote this whole book. Um, I'm invested. Yeah, with the deal. So um, he's he goes to Marina, the widow, and says, "I'll pay everything." And she uh, she had also been a little bit weirded out by the burial of her husband because mm-hmm. apparently like right after he died before he got buried fbi agents came in and made her sign a bunch of documents that she had no idea what they were she spoke very little english at the time okay so she had always in the it's back convenient. of her mind thought that something was fucked up about her husband's burial mm-hmm. so she was always worried about it. so she was like you know what yeah i'm up with that I don't know if I believe your story, but you know, I loved this guy. I didn't know, you know, sleeper agent or not. This is the guy I married this guy, you know, so yeah. she wanted to know the truth. So Oswald's brother, fucking Robert Dick comes out of nowhere and goes, you know what? No, you ain't going to do that. And files a, a temporary restraining order, trying to stop the exhumation of the brother mm-hmm. ends up. Marina wins. Doesn't like, Hey, you're the fucking brother. Doesn't matter. At yeah. All. So, Body gets gets exhumed, um, and this is where the head in the box theory comes out. Okay. So they exhume the body. There's the body in, in the thing. A lot of people thought it was going to be empty because they mm. thought that the FBI or somebody snatched the body. Yeah. But there's a body in it. And the guy that originally did the autopsy in Dallas is there on the scene. And after they exhume and say, yep, no, it's him, 
a couple of days after when they put him back in, the guy goes and turns around and goes, you know what? I did not see a craniotomy scar. Cause I, I remember lopping that dude's head cap yeah. off and looking at that brain. Cause the, the weight of the brain is on the autopsy record, yeah. but I don't see, I didn't, I don't remember seeing any scar. He's sitting there in the room while they're doing the autopsy. Doesn't remember seeing scar. Granted, you know, dead tissue doesn't necessarily look like live tissue when you cut it, but that, yeah. that seems like some, well, they, they typically fold it over. I don't know. So, okay. But yeah, but he, okay, so he did, he did, he did the he, procedure. He, so he knew, he knows the stuff. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, guy's okay. seen some dead bodies. I'm sure he's, he's helped, you know, whatever. Yeah. He is sitting there scratching his head saying that's strange. So great. The dental records match up. But what if that's not his head? So that's the thing. Okay. Right? So that's the whole, that is the, the head, head in the box, box okay. theory. That's okay. kind of a trip. And so here's, and so more or less, the really, the, the whole, the whole, everything boils down to the fact that while, while this old ass man didn't realize the craniotomy scar, he also apparently didn't see them cut through the dude's neck to get the head off because they had to x-ray the head. So they had to take the head off to, to check out the dental records yeah. in the first place thereby getting a pretty good view of the neck and mm-hmm. if it was a severed head that was just sewn back onto oh, the body that uh, they probably would have noticed so oh my god it all comes down to there's still a lot of people that believe in that conspiracy theory wow that think that it was a, a fucking first the first an agent that was swapped and mm-hmm. then they swapped his head with the real what 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 the fuck do they do with him for Kept him in a cage, dude. It's Russia. There's a lot of land. Well, then he would look. You very, don't very ashen and a lot of missing hair. This is this is true, <laughs> but still. So like so yeah. The whole I mean yeah. They kept him alive. Kept him somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, flew his cut his head off or brought him to the states. Cut his head off there. Put it on this body. Would that fit in a diplomatic pouch? A severed head. Damn. I wonder how many. Realistically, Mike, what's the size of a diplomatic pouch? Well, no, a dip, diplomatic pouch. You want it to yeah, be. whatever you want. Um, but how many severed heads do you think have been transported under a diplomatic? Uh, at least one. I mean, <laughs> I mean oh, yeah. more more than one, less than a hundred. Okay, that would be my answer. Okay, that sounds like fair fair number. But also, I feel like not not ever dealing with severed heads. And not not uh, understanding the importance in the trade. Yeah, I don't know why you would put it in a pouch. Well, for this this exact story, if you need to transport a severed head to cover up the murder of the president of the United States, this is true. Grease and palms. Yeah, go in there, cut it, cut, cut the cut Alex head off. Mm-hmm. Put that in your pouch. But then you would you Smoke. would also you would need you would need some Russians in some good spots too. And at the fucking time, bro. That's true. Sleeper agents. You really don't think that there were Russians just crawling all over the U.S.? Everywhere. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Because they're still crawling all over the U.S. We just don't really know it. That's true. So. Damn Russian sleeper agents. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Americans. So that's that one. Okay. That's the head in the box. It is is literally, it is, it is. According to everybody that was there, mm-hmm. completely bullshit. And that, like, the whole, <laughs> the craniotomy scar, like, they say that, they're like, yeah, like, you're, that the skin can, like, 
kind of just yeah. smush over, mm-hmm. and and they, they, he just didn't notice. And they also said something about like that the the craniotomy, like the whole mm-hmm. thing. They, he didn't uh, like he didn't catch it on the autopsy. Yeah, but on the actual uh, exhumed body, uh-huh. it's like clear fucking you know uh, human intervention hole yeah. in the back well, of the brain. And, and and really, the my thing is okay. So you're you know you're doing the examination of the gentleman mm-hmm. that murdered the president of the United States. Yeah, everything you're doing is under. You yeah you think so, but he did that autopsy in an hour. Okay, so he did all that. Cut cut the yeah, head yeah, open, rush, pulled all the, put all the organs out, threw it in a bag, sewed them back up, everything. Looked at all the scars, documented all the scars, and that's another thing. So that's like a, yeah, when you look of. back on it, it is used as a piece of evidence to say, hey, this is sketchy that mm. like these scars that were on his Marine Corps records weren't on here. But like not when you consider the fact that it took him a fucking hour to do the yeah, autopsy. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a, like a half-assed. Yeah. Half-assed like job. I feel like if you took, you, you sat there and tried to find the scars on my body, like it, it'd take you some time. My sweet, soft body. Sweet, soft, just <laughs> my sweet Rush Limbaugh, soft body, <laughs> soft, shitty body. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, that's good. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So now it's up to you, buddy. All right. So, so my story is, it goes a, a little bit further back in time. Okay. Um, so we're going to be talking about uh, the Civil War. Okay. Which, super shitty, super shitty war. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of Americans died. You know, it was Americans fighting Americans, which usually results in... Americans dying. Americans dying, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of the More way things usual. go. So we're going back to, it's about a, a year into the Civil War. And this general uh, that was for the Union, uh, named was George McClellan. Uh, he was marching his hundred thousand man uh, unit towards this tiny little little fort uh, uh, at Yorktown um, that was defended by or ran by a man named uh, General John Magruder, and he only had thirteen thousand people. Okay. So a hundred, a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand versus thirteen thousand. Yeah, but how big are they? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Just like, it, but it's, it's thirteen thousand really big dudes. <laughs> and like his hundred thousand, they're, they're like little guys. <laughs> um. So he's marching towards, and uh, you know, Jerome uh, Gruder, who was for you know for the South, you know, sitting there is like, hey, we don't have a lot. We don't have a lot of ammo. We don't have a lot of artillery. We don't have a lot of guys. We are going to get fucked here with these 100,000 guys. Yeah. So this guy, a uh, little background on him. He actually was a playwright and did a lot of like theater production. This is type. the guy on the Confederate side? Yeah, the Confederate side. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, he was a playwright, did all kinds of theater stuff. And so he was just kind of used to constructing uh props and sets and stuff like that. Okay. And he actually was kind of known uh, at the time for entertaining his troops by putting on, you know, you know, doing theater uh, for his troops to kind of keep them entertained, stuff okay. like that. So this guy sitting in this fort is like, shit, we are uh, all about to die. You know, all 13,000 of us. What can I do to not just totally get obliterated? So, you know, a little bit of time sitting there thinking. He was like, you know what? You know what I need to do is I need to make this Union general think I have a lot more guys than I have. So 
he he came up with a couple just crazy ass ideas. Um, so he had guys pretty much twenty four seven carrying around large quantities of rocks and other debris to make it look like they were moving around cannonballs and uh, weapons and stuff like that. So you know the guy sitting there with his binoculars saying like. Oh, wow. Like this guy, he's been moving stuff for two days. Like he obviously has a lot of stuff built up and, uh, so yeah, he's got these guys, uh, just moving around a bunch of rocks, a bunch of stupid stuff like that. And, uh, he actually made his guys that stood guard. If the union army pulled in too close, they just, just start fucking laying down fire Mm. randomly to make them think that, you know, we have enough ammo to waste, even though they didn't. Not not even close to the ammo that they needed for a hundred thousand guys. So they're like, oh, this you know this guy's got he's got ammo that he can just burn. Like you know we would almost want to mess with this guy. And uh, really, the the kind of the highlight of this uh, this whole story is the fact that he he painted and made trees look like cannons and just stacked them across this fort. <laughs> so that, you know, so he's looking through his binoculars and he's like, oh shit, this guy's got like you know thousands of cannons and they're sitting there dumping all this ammo over the place and they're moving stuff all the time. Like these guys, they've got this fortified position. Just like, man, we're screwed. He had these guys so convinced that they were about or trying to, uh, trying to defeat the superior force that they hung out for a month. Just on the outskirts. On the outskirts, because yeah, every time that you know that they'd be like, okay, well, maybe let's try to hit this guy. Boom, boom, boom. They'd just start laying down, just crazy ass fire at nothing, and then so they'd back off, and he'd sit there, look through his binos, and like, like man, these guys, they just, they've got way too much, way too much firepower, way too many people. So yeah, they sat outside of this fort for a month, just being like, oh man, like we're not gonna fight these guys. They've got too many people. Like let's let's see what we can do. And in over the course of the month, you know, they, 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 they were able to run out uh, letters and things to other uh, Confederate forces. And they ended up over the, you know, over the, the month, they were able to kind of exfil all of their guys mm. out of the place and join up with more Confederate forces. And they actually beat, they defeated this Union force of 100,000 guys because they were able to delay the battle for a month Holy shit. using sticks and rocks. Hey man, yeah. Don't fuck with the playwright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't fuck with the set design. No, no, not at all. So yeah, I was like, I was sitting there, I was reading the story. I'm like, dude, are you? First of all, only in olden times is that is that possible? Oh yeah, dude, yeah. Because like, yeah, like right now, like, oh, I mean, I'd be like I'm gonna set up my drone real quick. Oh no, wait, wait. Yeah, those are logs. Okay, I'll fuck this <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> Let's just bomb him. Uh, but in it, it, it's it's. Yeah, it's just a trip thing. Well, it, reminded, it. it reminded me of what, like the is it World War Two where they did the same thing where like they painted and made it look like they had machine guns yeah. on their their bombers that weren't equipped yeah. with side mounted mm-hmm. artillery. Yeah. yeah, kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. At no, the yeah. end of the day, I mean, yeah. But nowadays, yeah, nowadays, yeah, yeah where yeah, it's no, like not happening. You have a fucking sixty megapixel picture. Like, yeah, no, I can, I can, I can see the bark on those cannons. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy though. That's so many people. Yeah, well, and that's one of those things too. You think about like fighting back then, man. Like that was the bullshit wars where you're sitting there, you're standing shoulder to shoulder next to some dude facing another guy who's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna shoot you. Don't move. You got to stand there because that's that's how wars fought." Mm-hmm. And they just stand there and just shoot each other. And that's actually uh, a really really cool thing. Uh, I was reading uh, this book on on killing, 
mm-hmm. that I found very, very fascinating is when they went through and we'll they talk about that later, by the way. Okay. What? On killing? No, I'm just like this book called On Killing. I'm very, very fascinated by that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, no, go but, on, sorry. but yeah, no. So the, I guess they, they went through and they, uh, they dug up rifles uh, from the Civil War. And, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, younger than us, mm-hmm. like far younger than oh, us. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they had never sat there and aimed a rifle at a person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of those guys, what they were doing is, you know, you all stand in a line and you have a couple guys fire rounds and someone wouldn't. They would sit there, act like they did. They would sit there and they would reload uh, their their muzzle loaders. Oh, so they were like found with guns. That they, yeah, they were, they were found rifles with four or five balls packed into them and then they get killed and they fall and then you know the rifle's sitting there full ammo yeah so uh well i mean they say the same thing right like about about our our military that they're not that people don't want to shoot other people right well and that's well that's they've they've it i forget when it when it started but they the military has spent a lot of money um because like i forget when it was but I know, especially like World War II and stuff like that, where um, when you went to actually qualify and shoot and stuff and learn how to use your rifle, you know, you shot bullseye style targets. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why the the militaries have gone to silhouette targets because you get used to shooting that that form. Yeah. And so it's a lot easier because, yeah, I, guess, uh, I think in Vietnam, uh, yeah, they the were, numbers were like staggered. Yeah. Where, yeah, guys would just sit there and shoot in the air and shit instead yeah. of at people because they didn't want to kill anybody. I think that was one of the reasons why they, they started instituting and like even, uh, qualifying ranges in the military. Now, like the, the forms you use that like fall down, mm-hmm. like they're forms of people. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. I, obviously not cool because you're going around killing people, but, you're but it's also better than, than, than have, having your side lose because you can't yeah, you, you, do your yeah, intended. Yeah, you can't produce soldiers that exactly. want to kill people yeah. or can kill people, I guess I'd say want to kill people. Yeah. You can't have the ability to. You have the to. ability to. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I thought, I thought that was a that was a pretty, pretty yeah. fascinating story. That's about, an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. So. Hey, I really appreciate listening to it, guys. This was the uh, first podcast. If you could do a huge favor and rate and subscribe. Uh, but, but yeah, I yeah, appreciate you guys listening. Um, you know, stay tuned for the next one. Hopefully, yeah, this will uh, be, be a weekly thing. Yep. So uh, next Thursday? Thursday. Friday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. <laughs>